Hello, this is Paulina B. You are listening to episode number two of my weekly show. In today's episode, I want to talk about the one trait all successful people share. And it is not self-discipline. And it is not their ability to hustle or power through. It is their ability to make decisions. I will talk about the trick I use when meeting new people and share my five tips on how to improve your decision-making skills. Let's go. Welcome to the Monthly Method Podcast. This is a show for solopreneurs, creators, and artists who have a burning desire to launch a project. This is for a project that is not urgent, but truly important. The one your best life depends on. Your host, Paulina B., is a certified Scrum Master. She brings a proven record of launching successful projects, both professional and personal. You will hear about tested techniques that lead to calm, consistency, and results. Stay tuned to turn your idea into reality one month at a time. Remember when you were invited to a birthday party or a corporate event and were surrounded by people you don't really know? Remember how you were deciding who to talk to? It's always a bit confusing and you try to kind of judge people on how they look, but I found a more useful trick. And uh, this is the trick I personally use when deciding who to talk to first. I observe how quickly people make decisions on what to order. I don't care what they order, a salad, a burger, a cheesecake, I don't care. I observe how quickly and effortlessly they make this decision. I personally choose to stay away from people who take forever to make their mind. Even worse, they get everyone else involved in their decision making. Remember the ones who always ask you questions such as, What should I order? Have you tried anything here? There are so many options. I don't know what to order. I'm so confused. And the list goes on. You've probably been around such people. This trick has worked for me. When I choose to spend more of my networking time, or call it connecting time, with people who were quick at deciding what to order, they turn out to be easy people to be around. They turn out to be amazing people, living great lives. They do interesting things in life. They're quick thinkers. They're dynamic. They're fast. They do great things in life. They are quick thinkers. They are dynamic. And it is so easy to be friends with them. Try this for yourself next time. I promise it works. And ahead of time, you're welcome. Have you ever thought about what makes someone a strong person in people's eyes? Why do you call someone strong? I realized that the ability to make decisions and follow up on them is what makes people strong. When you make a decision, you automatically accept the responsibility that comes from the results of your decision. When a person makes a decision, it eliminates the suffering and all the necessary drama of indecision. This person is calm. She is confident. 
the decision has been made, so there is nothing to obsess about any longer. All that's left is doing the work. And doing the work is easy when you don't have the constant chatter in your brain that comes from indecision. Do you know what differentiates people who launch a podcast, a YouTube channel, a blog, a side business from those who don't? No, it's not talent. It is their ability to make decisions. People who are successful are good at deciding. That's it. They're good at deciding when their work is good enough. They are good at deciding when to finish their research, how long to spend on writing, how long to spend on editing, and most importantly, when to ship their work to their audience. I also see people spending so much time thinking about how to name their business. And in my professional career, I've gone through multiple rebrandings. Some people forgot to check the trademarks. Some people pivoted after they launched their product and their name that they chose in the beginning just didn't match a new product. And guess what? It wasn't a big deal. It was just another to-do item and another business expense. But because they decided on the very first name, the imperfect one, and moved on to the next action step, they were able to build a successful business and afford this rebranding expense. If they chose to spend a month on deciding how to name their business, I doubt they would have been able to build a successful one. So, how do you become a decisive person? Here are my five tips. Number one, I've learned this idea from my mentor, Tony Lee. She teaches that the most important decision is the decision after the decision. Do you know what kills decisiveness more than anything else? It is that chatter in your mind after you make a decision. What if I made the wrong decision? Have I made the right choice? Maybe I should have spent more time researching this topic. I wasn't qualified to make this decision. If you keep thinking such thoughts, it will make longer and longer to make decisions in the future eventually leaving you paralyzed. What you need to do instead is to follow Tonya's advice. The most important decision is the decision after the decision. It is about having your own back. I was recently deciding on electrical and structural changes for the house we are building. When I was done deciding, I sent an email to the design center and made the most important decision that the choices I have made are correct. I stand by my choice and I am confident that I've made the right decision. It is so liberating. If I didn't know this secret, I would have continued thinking about these electrical changes for weeks. I would probably have thoughts such as what if I didn't choose enough pot lights in the kitchen Or is it too much? What if it's going to be a disaster? 
what if it's too dark or too bright or I don't know, I don't know, it's so hard, I can't do this anymore. You see, it would have taken so much of my brain space. But now, the moment I sent that final email with all the changes, I have decided that I have made the right choice. I didn't have to spend more time researching this topic. I have made the right decision. Period. Move on. And it doesn't matter if I've made the right decision or not. What allows me to move on and not be paralyzed is the decision after the decision. So remember, next time you need to make a decision, remember that Friday. And this is what we do with my monthly method clients. Every week we have a one-on-one call with every one of them. They tell me their final decisions on whatever they've been researching during last week. I never give them more than a week to do their research. Because research doesn't bring you closer to producing the result you're looking for. Deciding and acting on your decision, that's what brings you closer to the result. This is what bids perfectionism. If you know that you should have the decision ready by Friday, you can't spend hours doing research. You can't afford to be perfect. And you can't afford to be safe. Tip number three. Refuse to be confused. Remove the I don't know. Give yourself a timeline. Confusion is a self-inflicted prison. The moment you escape from it, you feel free. It's better that you've tried and failed spectacularly than spend all this time deciding or being confused. At least you have a much better story to tell. Don't say the words, I don't know, I'm confused, it's hard. These phrases don't bring you any closer to the solution. Tip number four, pay attention to how you put things on your calendar. Think about it. Why were we so good at writing college essays on time, but... We can't seem to start our blog, our business, our YouTube channel because we had a strict deadline and a clearly defined result we were working towards. Most likely, we had an essay to write on a particular topic. That essay had to have a certain number of words in it and a certain number of references. The most important concept I have learned from Scrum and the one that I have adopted in my personal and professional life is called the definition of done. When working under Scrum principles, the team should have a clearly described definition of done before committing to spend any time on the task. They ask the question, how do we know that it's done? Since Scrum is mostly used in tech industry, It often involves particular features that the final product should have. If it checks all the boxes, then the task is considered done, no matter what other stakeholders think. If we are to transfer this concept to personal productivity, you should plan for the result, not the activity. 
Don't put work on my business on your calendar. Write down the result that you will have by the end of the time block. For example, right now I have a block on my schedule called record episode number two. It is a block that lasts for two hours. And in the notes, I have written definition of done, insured, DOD. The recording is submitted to my producer for editing. Definition of done is created to avoid any subjectivity. It is something that you and I can agree upon. Something that is a fact, not a fiction. If I give you an access to my communication with my podcast producer, we both will agree that I have accomplished the task because there will be a message that I will send to my producer with an audio file attached and this message will be sent sometime between 2 and 4 p.m. This is the result I have planned. I didn't put work on my podcast on my calendar. I have planned for the result, not the activity. Tip number five, limit the number of decisions you need to make every day. Embrace the power of pre-deciding. This is how I personally use it in my life. I pre-decide on my meals for the week. On Sundays, I spend about 90 minutes pre-deciding my meals and also ordering all the groceries. Then throughout the week, I just choose the recipe from the ones that I selected and I cook it. I already have all the ingredients needed for this recipe in my fridge. I don't need to decide on anything. I just need to show up, chop the veggies, cook it and do the dishes. No decision making necessary. Everything has already been selected for me by me. I also pre-decide on my monthly and weekly goals. This is what I do with my clients as well. It is a part of the monthly method I have developed. We decide on the list of 15 tasks or mini goals maximum. We log them in. We don't add to the list. We work with the pre-decided goals throughout the month. We discuss pre-decided tasks for the week during our weekly goals and decide on the task for the next week. Decision-making uses a lot of cognitive energy. It is a finite resource. Use it wisely. If you want to become a more decisive person, here's my homework for you. Start small. Start from simple daily actions such as eating out or shopping. Practice making fast decisions in this low-stake environments. Next time you go out to eat, decide on what you will order in less than three minutes or decide that you will order from just one look at the menu. If you're online shopping, give yourself a timeline, such as I will place an order for a winter jacket by 5 p.m. tonight. And remember, the most important decision is the decision after the decision. 
decide that you have chosen the best winter coat and move on. I am convinced it will change your life because the speed of your success depends on the speed of your decision making. Have a great week, everyone. Please subscribe if you want to get a freshly baked episode delivered to you next Monday. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you want to ask a question, leave a comment, or share something interesting, please use the link provided in the show notes. I look forward to hearing from you and answering your questions in the upcoming episodes. 